the squirrel version of, of, of Tilda Swinton. Squirrel NATO. <laughs> you went right over my head, Dave. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about Wham Lufa. Wake me up before you Lufa. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. I love that. That's my favorite opening ever. <laughs> what is that? It's Deadpool's favorite band, right? Wham! <laughs> <laughs> well, Wham Lufa returned. Yeah, duh. See you <laughs> I like that. going. I forget to put say the word appears in the Return of the Jedi. I guess we're happy that we're doing, you know, like uh, OT character. Whammy! 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 <laughs> now, no one, no one heard this five minutes ago because unless Matt was recording. Oh no! Uh, but let's see, I was not. So good. I was recording two minutes I have ago. Names. I have some names that Tim kind of guessed, <laughs> <laughs> and some were close, and some were, were spot on. <laughs> so Tim, he actually guessed your names. One of them he did, and one of them was was, was was it was in there. Tim, go ahead. My name is what's what's my name? Pit of Carcoon Chris. I have here fair skin color Chris. <laughs> well, that's you, the fairest of all the Chris's. But the next one for Matt. You nailed it. Yes, Matt. There you go. Uh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. And how about Dave? You you had something in there. What was Dave's? Dave's was thermal detonator. Dave. I wrote this down. He was there during the thermal detonator. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I like when you turn it into a whole sentence. It was that was, was kind of long. And Tim, what was yours? You, you were almost there. Java Tisilogic Tier Tim. I have Exterminator Tim. Yeah. So, who names are better, guys? Are just do regular names. I still stick to that. <laughs> this, this should just be, if you're like, this could be the new trivia segment. Can Tim predict your names? <laughs> yeah. he, he can most of the time, yes. Are your names better than a Chris Namer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, whammy me, man. All right. So, okay. This is going to be a tough one for me to get through because normally when I do a show, it's like I wrote the notes the day before, so everything's fresh in my head. This poor guy has been pushed off. I made a joke that he's been pushed off for a couple months. Take, I'm looking at the notes on my computer that has a timestamp of when I started these. Take a guess when I made these notes. 2000, I would say <laughs> June 2017. No, all right. Well, th- this bit's going nowhere because Tim overshot it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like maybe like three, three, four months ago. It's, it, it's to my surprise, 
November 27th, 2019, I made these notes. Uh, it no. is now May 24th as of this recording. So I'm going to sit here, and there's going to be inevitably times where I look at this and go, what the fuck was I trying to say here? And I have to refer back to Wikipedia. <laughs> so just be prepared. It's going to be, fuck it, we'll do it live, or whatever the guy says. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, 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 that guy. All right. <laughs> Wham Lufba. Wham Lufba. He was also known by the nickname Blam. Wham no, Blam. He wasn't. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wham Blam Lufba. No ma'am, though. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a freelance vermin exterminator that lived on Tatooine. What size vermin is he exterminating? He is packing some serious <laughs> heat with that gun that he's got there. That's not that's not a pea shooter for rats. That is that that thing would take out a freaking Banther, Bantha right? donkey. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds it like a guitar. That's the funny part. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's where the wham comes from. <laughs> so he's not. <laughs> he's not a native Tatooineian. Whatever you'd say that. He actually grew up on the forest move, moon of Endor because there he's a yuzum. And it's not the first yuzum we talked about. We just actually, I think maybe, maybe we had this. Maybe I'm imagining it. Did we? I don't think we discussed the other yuzum. We just talked about a yuzum. But, but I think we just did if I can speak. Sorry. The, 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 I think we just discussed the Yuzum at as a species at, at one okay. point. So well, um the uh what was I trying to say? Um no, we did discuss a particular Yuzum. I thought I was thinking before we recorded, but we did, and it was a I think it's I think it's the one that Chris hates. That episode, oh, that's the name of the episode because he did Joe Yowza. Joe Yowza, yeah, the one that yells at the fucking camera. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and we talked yeah. about in that episode how Joe Yalza was modeled off of something in Jabba's palace that didn't really do anything. And that's what made me look this up. This, this is literally, I guess it's a prop because he doesn't do anything. And if you ever see that old, old VHS tape, which has to be on YouTube a thousand times over at this point called from Star Wars to Jedi, I think there's a yeah. scene mm. where there's a pole out of this like puppet or props back and you see it being fed into the wall. Like, oh, this is going to do something. He's going to dance around and jump or, or shoot Chewbacca. And ultimately in the movie, he does absolutely nothing. It just stands there. It's a set piece. It's nothing. Yeah, yeah it's a motionless prop. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. So that was a lot of work to build that hole and to weld that pole onto there for no screen time whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> Money well spent. Yep. So I looked up other yesms to see if there's any more with more of a story because this is a little short, but there's enough to talk about. And Joe Yauza is like he's the king of the yesms as far as our show content is concerned. He's uh, has most to talk about. There's not. There's only like three yesms that are listed as notable characters. One, Joe Yauza that we just talked about, which mm -hmm. is I'm looking at my notes and three times now it says John Yauza, so it's like freaking the uh, um. Uh, autocorrect wants him to be called John Yaza. Apparently, it has no problem with the word Yaza, but Joe is that's a problem. I don't get it. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> there's this guy. There's Wham Bam Luftba Man. Thank you, man. <laughs> and then there's a fugitive fod. Fugitive in quotes. So I had to look fugitive up. Super simple entry for fugitive fod. It says fugitive fod was a male yuzum from endor who left the forest moon and became an outlaw singer in a musical troupe the corporate <laughs> in the corporate sector during the new jedi order 
I have never in my life wanted a more explanation than I've ever wanted in this entry because that's he just- wasn't. <laughs> He was an out like go, go over that again. Uh, okay. Outlaw singer. He, he, he became an outlaw singer and a musical troupe in the corporate sector during the New Jedi Order. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, am I thinking like is he like Johnny Paycheck? <laughs> in and he he's in the corporate sector. He has he, he formed a review, so he's got a bunch of like kicking ladies behind him, <laughs> and they only do corporate events, which means. They have to do like long tall Sally and cover songs of uh, Wham. Uh, yeah, brown Wham. Eyed girl. <laughs> a lot of yeah, brown eyed girl, and you know just just general eighties cover bands. Uh, a lot maybe, of Billy maybe Joel. He's, maybe he's a wedding singer. Yeah, <laughs> he's Sandler of the Star Wars. Turn universe. around, brown eyes. <laughs> but there's nothing else about him. That's it. That's it. I wanted so much more. What's an outlaw singer? What musical troupe? And where is the corporate sector? And then in the Dude Jedi Order. <laughs> It'd be like if Waylon if Waylon Jennings did corporate events. Yeah. I, yeah yeah. Like to send this out to the CEO of Panera. I thought it was like illegally singing. <laughs> like he's singing on planets where John Lithgow's in charge and Kevin Bacon tries to dance or something. <laughs> Dancing here. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so he started his illustrious exterminator career as being a spotter on Ruger hunts. R-U-G-G-E-R. Ruger so Ruger. I'm trying to say it not like Ruger Hauer, but I guess Ruger? <laughs> Maybe Ruger hunts. Ruger hunts. And I looked up Ruggers. Ruggers are these white, long hair, like possessed looking squirrels. Like they look like squirrels oh. that have been. The e- turned evil and are just destroying the town, like in a very shoddyly <laughs> made B movie horror movie or something. It's they're like, like binocula, but yeah, right, yeah. Squirrels. <laughs> the squirrel version of, of, of Tilda Swinton, squirrel NATO. <laughs> you went right over my head, Dave. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, so he'd accompany other yuzums during these hunts, and he'd actually point out ruggers. I'm like, there's one. There's one. There's one. <laughs> There's one. Yep. Over there. <laughs> and on one of these hunts, Wham and the four other members of his tribe were captured and all knocked unconscious. Sure. When they came to, they were trapped inside the cargo hold of a poacher's starship. And this poacher brought all of the Yuzums to Jabba the Hut as part of the payment that this poacher owed to Jabba. So instead of money, he spent all these resources. Picking up yuzums, apparently. Do yuzums have value, or are they like? Do you eat them? Um, <laughs> can I fuck it? Is that can I fuck it? <laughs> oh, so I can fuck it. In fact, four of us can fuck all of these at the same time. They are furry. <laughs> yep, it's like a nineteen seventies Swedish yuzum. <laughs> so. Jabba, this is like, in fact, it, it, I'm not the only one that finds this ridiculous. Apparently, Jabba did as well, because he was absolutely furious and insulted by this offering. And he threw everyone, wow. the the, po- the poacher and the yuzums and wham, all into the Rancor pit. Like, fuck the you. Baker You're dead. And the, candle <laughs> the candlestick maker. <laughs> and um, Johnny Outlaw, whatever his name is, the singing guy. Wait, wait, did did he did he throw the yuzums in there? Yeah, all of them, everybody, the poacher and all the yuzums, including Wham. Oh. <laughs> now, 
The Rancor, as soon as they fell in, the Rancor got a hold of the poacher first. And as the other Yuzums are scrambling for some kind of safety, like Luke did, Wham actually found uh, Zekra Arms 84U hunting rifle that also fell into the pit at one point. And Wham grabbed the rifle and ran up to the Rancor uh, <laughs> to the holding pen, and he shot three of the guards. Not Malakali, thank thankfully, but three yeah. of the guards. <laughs> so he got out of it. And so the Rancor actually turned to come after him, but by then he was already gone. And one of the skiff guards, the Pote Snitkin. Pote Snitkin, yeah. Pote Snitkin. Now, here we go. Here's where I got to look at what the fuck I wrote. Just like I said, it was going to happen <laughs> this episode. He pulled in the safety and convinced Jabba to spare Wham's life and, so that, but he would take care of him. He would have post Pote said, he will be my assistant and he'll work for you. He'll basically, he, he trapped him into a life debt by helping save his life. <laughs> so now Wham kept that rifle. That was like his good luck charm. And he was never seen without it. And that has nothing to do with the fact that it was a static figure in Java's palace bolted to a wall. That's part of, that's honestly <laughs> part of the story. They used it to prop up the prop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, um, now the Yuzum did, he did Pote, he did become his assistant. He accompanied Pote on his smuggling runs. He did some smuggling for Jabba. But when he's in between jobs, he would hunt rodent, rodents in the dungeon of Jabba's palace, which had was, to be. He was, he was where Pote would hide the cocaine. Okay, bend over. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Nobody's going to find that. <laughs> he. So he he's just he is really an exterminator. Yes. Now what I, I don't have he's, Char- he's Charlie. <laughs> Char- From he's, uh, he's Charlie Kelly. <laughs> I can't imagine what kind of rodent infestation that that had a uh, palace had to have. It, that thing looked disgusting. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's one of the coolest things in the original trilogy. It's like the cantina on a grand scale. I love it. I mean, yeah. I love the creatures. I love the 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 real lived in look of it. But that thing has to be disgusting. <laughs> Just from the stuff that a man man is leaving. Yeah, right. Around. Yeah, and the fact yeah. the more we learn about it, the grosser the place is. There's bodies stashed all over that place. Yeah. <laughs> Turn a corner. Oh, you ever think you turned a corner and saw a body and shot it by accident? Going, oh shit, sorry. Yeah. Apologize to a dead body. So- sorry, man, a man. I just <laughs> shot. Lunch. <laughs> Call out the search. I found Bob. So let's see. So yes, he would rid the rid. I don't know that he rid them. He hid or hunt. I should say the rodents in Java's palace. Eventually. Joe Yalza arrived to the palace with the Max Revo band. We know this story from Chris's, the one I hate yeah! episode. <laughs> yes. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hate that. <laughs> of course, this is depending on what version of the movie you watch, but let's assume you watch the special edition and the story makes sense. And the two, since they were the only two Yuzums on Tatooine, they hung out between Joe Yalza's sets a lot and became friends. So, Wham was in Jabba's palace when Leia and Chewbacca showed up to free Han Solo, but ultimately, of course, got captured and, you know, the whole Luke mm-hmm. came and saved him from the Rancor, this whole complicated thing that, and on paper, just must have looked insane. How, how do you sell your <laughs> friends on this plan? It's like, you go in, <laughs> yeah. you get captured, yeah. and yada, yada, yada. 
you get captured, you get captured, and you get captured. <laughs> and then I and come then in, and we're going to assume that he doesn't dismantle R2-D2. And we're also going to assume that they take R2-D2 on his sail barge, because that's where I hid my lightsaber. And without that, this plan pretty much goes nowhere. But it's cool. <laughs> Trust me. This is going to work. This will work. A lot of what ifs. <laughs> and when Han wakes up from the thing and he her first hears the pain, he's like, what kind of fucked up plan is that? <laughs> <laughs> Put me back in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> but, um, okay. So since he was there and he saw all this go down, he saw Chewbacca get thrown into the, the, the dungeon jail cell. He saw Leah being, uh, what would you even call that? Put on a showcase and diddled. diddled. Yes, exactly. She <laughs> he saw C3PO get licked by that thing in the, in the hallway. In the so he actually, <laughs> Wham actually developed a bit of sympathy for our heroes, our, our group of oh. heroes. And mostly Luke because of the whole Rancor thing. He could, uh, he could kind of appreciate what Luke went through because he, he feared for his life as well. But like Wham, he survived the attack of the Rancor. In fact, even more so because Luke ended up killing the Rancor. And the fact that Luke killed the Rancor it kind of elevated him in Wham's mind because not only was Wham attacked by him, but the other four of his Yasm tribe eventually had gotten eaten by the Rancor anyway. So, so this is revenge. Yeah, on this their is, yeah. It's like, it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is that how that term goes? Sure. The enemy is the enemy. Mine. So even with all this, when Jabba sentenced everyone to death to the pit of Carcoon, Wham stayed behind. So he can't possibly have survived the sail bars like everybody else because he wasn't even on the damn thing. Jitterbug. He actually stayed behind <laughs> voluntarily. <laughs> there we go. Jitterbug. <laughs> Last life day. Give you my heart. You take a Luke out to the desert. Ooh, ooh, you throw him in the pit with Leia and Han. That's not true. He didn't throw Leia in. So he actually said, "Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Dedicate Dave, this episode. We dedicate this episode to Andrew Ridgely. I'd like <laughs> to do that right now. Is he dead too? Probably. Probably. Is okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Reunion is not happening anytime soon. Oh, this is the afterlife. <laughs> that was awesome." <laughs> That's a, that's right. The Ramones are one member away from a reunion tour themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, CJ Ramon, come on. Oh, I wasn't even thinking him. I was thinking Marky, but you're right. You're not wrong. CJ CJ and Elvis uh, Ramon are both still alive. I believe he is. Elvis is still alive. Yes, yes. <laughs> the one one show drummer is still alive. <laughs> that's a whole another podcast right there. Technically, Tommy, well, I think, was the original drummer, so the reunion's probably happening right now. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, what the fuck are we talking about? Tommy, were you, were you new drummers. It's mostly drummers. <laughs> so Wham went on to become a drummer for Joe Yalza. No, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's my story. So he stayed behind because he didn't want to see his new hero killed. He, he had this weird thing where he didn't want to see his childhood hero diminished in any way in front of his eyes. On some kind of bright thing I in front of him. That. Would, would that ha anyone can relate? Anyone relate to that, Dave? Specifically? <laughs> no. Okay. 
Just checking. Okay. So once the <laughs> he has a he has a he has a, a man crush. He oh, does. Oh, he was he has a yuzum crush. What anyway, is it though? Is it Luke. a man crush when they're different species, or does he have like? Is like because if Luke were attracted to him, someone could claim bestiality. I'm not saying they are, so don't write me, <laughs> people. I'm saying they right. could. What would it be from a alien to us, to us humans, to? A human? What would that be? Human humanality? I just answered my own question. We can move on now. But no, actually, that 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 brings up another another question. In Star Wars, they have sexualized the um, the Twi'leks and Twi'leks. Would that be bestiality for a human to have sex with a Twi'lek? Well, nope. Would it be? Yeah. Well, the Twilight's a good question, but there's also that Greta from this whole scene we're talking about too. Yeah. yeah. So, like, at what? At where does it go from humanity to bestiality? Like, like where? Where is? Where is the, the, the thing, line? Probably when the thing walks and talks and acts human-like. But the Yuzum, he's got. He's not quite humany, but. Ah, here we go. I just typed in, I swear, and I, I was going to regret this, but it actually worked out. I actually typed in term for sex with aliens, and it, it's called xenophilia. Oh, okay. So Nothing it's xenophilia-ism-ish. All right, well then, yeah, uh, I can see this. It's That's not necessarily bestial. If it was a non-sentient, like our last one, the, the, the ward, that's a non-sentient animal. But the yuzum seems to be sentient and intelligent. There's, so a, there's an also an entry for xenophilia spelled with three X's that I refuse to click on on this Ooh, computer. Click on it. <laughs> uh, how big Wart's tongue is, Tim? Then it might be worth it. Well, I mean, it would it would be Wart is is a non sentient beast. It basically is a a creature of instinct. Whereas the Yuzum and the Twi'leks and the Greedas seem to be have free will and seem to be self aware. That's uh, the key. It's like it's, okay. it's it's that's as okay as Donkey and the Dragon getting it on in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, they're both agreeable a, to it. There, yes, you know, I mean, Kirk would know all about this because he was laying pipe all oh, over. True, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every green alien out that he was fucking. Yes, there's only one green <laughs> alien, the Orions, but that's all right. I'm a dork. <laughs> wow, that was that was that was another level. Nerd. The Orion Syndicate, <laughs> if you want to get real specific. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Which Paul White, the wrestler, actually played one in Enterprise. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yep. The Big Show. The Don't big watch show. The Big Show on Netflix. You'll be as disappointed <laughs> as you will be with Bruce Brothers. It looks... It looks so goddamn terrible. And I like him. I, li- I think he is a genuinely funny person. Uh, he shouldn't let people write for him is what it comes down to. He, they're trying to make him to be like the funny dad, but yep. it just comes off as weird. It's just it's him like going. That, if you want to take it back, to, if you want to take it back to Star Trek, it's like that awful fucking shit. My dad says show with Shatner or whatever that was called, where they took someone's <laughs> yeah. Twitter feed and tried to make a sitcom out of it. Honey, where's my pants? <laughs> <laughs> he comes in with his glasses on his head. I can never find my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I have to take care of the kids today. Honey, where are you going? <laughs> and then he tries to make pancakes, and it's just a whole episode of him just making a mess of the kitchen. When did we get a fourth child? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big show. <laughs> 
Well. <laughs> uh. Actually, slipping through the channels. This has nothing to do with Wham Lufa, but whatever. It's a it's a mad episode. Nothing ever has to do with anything when I host. I was <laughs> slipping through the channels. We're still in quarantine. I don't know when this will get posted because we actually have quite a few episodes in the can. But we're still in quarantine. I was slipping through the channels the other night, and I saw wrestling was listed. I was like, oh, I'm wondering what they're showing uh, and I, I assumed i was going to see like a best of or something it was a live broadcast in a sound studio not a stadium but yeah. a sound studio with the wrestlers in the ring the referee and two commentators and they were acting like they were in a sold out hundred thousand seat auditorium <laughs> it was so bizarre to watch still acting for the crowd yep, and stuff yep. like that yeah like that, Hulk, like Hulkamania. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like this guy, the one guy, actually, um, he, he, he. I don't know if he got thrown out of the ring or stepped out of the ring, but he pounded the like the barrier where people would be sitting. But there was like there was the barrier, and then there was two feet, and then there was a wall. But he pounded <laughs> that, and then lifted his arms and screamed like you would out to a crowd. It was really bizarre. It has to be did hard. It, to did different. anybody get put through the Spanish language? Uh, <laughs> uh, table. Table. I don't know. I didn't watch it that long. I'll admit that. <laughs> but it's like, but, but, well, Chris said that must be hard to do. And I was thinking yeah. more about this than I should have. They probably actually rehearsed just like that in their training days so that you're, you know, you got your whole thing down for your yeah. performance down. So it actually kind of made a little sense. It was fascinating, to, is what it comes down to. Now, <laughs> Chris and Dave, do you know who the big show is? Paul White. Yeah, I know I've, heard, I've heard of him. I, don't, I can't put a uh, Chris, face you would know him if I said the name. At least I think you would. Captain Insano. Captain Insano? No. From the Waterboy? Oh, my. Is that? <laughs> He's oh, the yeah, one that, I see it now. He, I had to look it up. <laughs> the big fucker. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the big show. He 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 wrote the he wrote the letter or the or, or called in the show. I want to tell hello to Captain Insano. He's like, how old are you? 12, 13. I am thirty two years old. And he starts <laughs> letting him and the uh, interview guys start dying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. <laughs> I can't Captain tell you how many times I've walked around the lake and look at the big gator and say, Mama say alligators are so angry they have so many teeth in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Wham Lufa, this is where things get fun, all right? So he heard about what happened at the pit of Carcoon. So it reached the palace, and he's like, okay, well, there's obviously nothing going on here. I'm happy Luke and my my new heroes are alive, but all sh shit's going to hit the fan when whoever survived, which turns out to be everybody but Jabba, come back to the palace. <laughs> so he found out, I also found out that Pote was dead, so he had nothing to really do so he is free he was free from this life debt that that put him in free from java so he could do whatever he wanted to do so what did he do he joined the tour with joe yaza and joe yaza's new hey. band that he formed with the rest of the max revo survivors and this band name is so epic they were called the palpatones oh <laughs> that tim that's your next shirt palpatone palpatone right there the Palpatones. Yep. So this, I love it. <laughs> this is a really short-lived tour in the Outer Rim Territories and a little bit of the Central Regions. And Wham eventually got bored of that life, which, I mean, why wouldn't you want to tour with a, with a 
band like that throughout the galaxy and he was he performing or was no, he like he just, a roadie I think he was like a roadie i think he was like a permanent roadie like it like uh he just he carried their shit well what he could carry when he wasn't holding his gun which he always held his gun so he really could only carry like snack bags <laughs> or like one guitar pick yeah right so he got he got kind of tired of this life and returned to Tatooine and he established himself as an exterminator of womp rats and that was his speciality. He was like the truly Nolan of Tatooine. <laughs> uh, I don't know if wow. that's a, that might be a local company. Anyone know what I say when I say truly Nolan? No. Oh, okay. I think that's an Orlando thing. So he was the, well, I guess the Terminex of Tatooine. But, it, but specialized in womp rats. Womp rats, yep. Which apparently are a problem because we constantly hear about them in Star Wars. And in video games, you always got to kill those fuckers in video games. Yeah. Yeah. Just for fun, you know, walk around and shoot. So as far as personality traits, he was a naturally gifted and skilled marksman from his entire life. He was smaller than the average Yuzum. And because of that, he was assumed he was no good at, at hunting. And that's why he became a spotter on Endor. But once he got his hands on a gun, which we heard in his story, he Turns out he's got a natural knack for it. Uh, he was. He's, 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 he sounds like a serial killer in the mix. <laughs> it sort of does. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes fun of me, but now I have a new purpose this gun. Well, mm. with his reputation and his marksmanship, he became. He had developed a bit of a reputation as the most feared henchman when Pote was involved in something that Pote. Plinskin or how, how with that face with the double ball sack nose? How well, it's like I guess they heard about him before they saw him. Just like, oh shit, Pote's coming, and he's got that guy that can fucking shoot a womp rat yeah. on a from a T sixteen in Beggars Canyon or whatever. <laughs> like a like a good gunfighter in a like a Doc Holiday in a western. Yeah. Like he just he's just like his reputation so precedes him. Right. Yep. Okay. Sounds like it. I like it. Uh, he was the only time he was ever really happy in his life, and it was when he was with other members of the species. That's why him and Joe Yaza had got together. Oh. Um, just, I love the picture of him. Broke back Yaza. Uh, the picture of him yeah, is. Yeah. Abs- I was about to say, what can I cut you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the picture of him absolutely fucking kills me. It's the. I mean, it's if you haven't seen him, look him up. I mean, it's Joe Yaza, but like not computer generated, and everything about him is. It, it's all okay. It's, you know, kind of an animal beast thing until you get to his shoes. And he's got like these bulky fucking Frankenstein slash Peter Pan shoes. They're just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Pumas. I love these things. I mm-hmm. shot these off of a off of a boy who would never grow old. And what I love <laughs> is that that's the, that's the only piece of clothing he's wearing. Yeah. His shoes. So he's naked. Yeah. No pants. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not not even the Winnie the Pooh shirt, but no pants. <laughs> he's 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 not even Porky Pig in it. He's he's completely nude, except for shoes. Except for shoes. Uh, so <laughs> some behind the scenes thing on this guy. He was in Return of the Jedi as a background character slash set piece, like we said. You actually get, and I said this, you get a longer view of him from that, which is now a videotape. But I didn't realize this until making the notes that that videotape is a. Uh, a, a what would you say a um a home video version of a special is on PBS. I didn't know that that Star Wars the Jedi was a PBS documentary. There's a real good chance I saw it when I did it on PBS because PBS was like one of the four stations we got in clearly in the part <laughs> of the town I grew up in. But they had no advertising, so I might have missed it. But that's from 1983. If you've not seen it and you're a big Star Wars fan, especially if you're in the younger generation, check that out, man. They showed so many cool behind the scenes things of how they did these practical sets and how they set up shots. 
I remember them making, you guys have probably seen this. They made a model forest and they made a model, um, uh, a couple model speeder bikes and they put Leia and Luke dolls on them and a Boba Fett doll oh, on yeah, one yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. just to, just to map out how they're going to shoot that scene. Great piece yeah. of, of historic footage for star Wars for the original star Wars mm-hmm. trilogy. Do, do you guys remember the Leonard Nimoy show lights, camera action? Mm-hmm. They used to yeah. show yeah. 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 the, the, the return of the Jedi one was one that when it was on, it was like Christmas morning for me. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's on YouTube too, but I'll, I'll have to go see if I can find that one. I've never seen the from, from, I mean, I've seen parts of the, the, from star Wars to Jedi, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing, but, uh, but yeah, the, the lights camera action one, I was all into that. Every time I show up, I'm like, Oh, uh, change my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's like I type, it makes me feel. It's the very first, the very first entry on YouTube. If you type from Star Wars: The Jedi, is the whole thing. In fact, oh, it's even got oh. the CBS Fox blue logo from back in the yeah. day. So this is this is a direct videotape, um, uh, digitized, whatever you want to call it. So that's cool. I might watch this later tonight. I also might not. We'll see. You'll never know. I actually have it over here. I have the actual VHS. I do. Um, I think I do. I think I have it too. I have nothing yeah. to watch it on, but I have it. I also have seven VHS copies of Star Wars throughout the entire house as well that I cannot I, watch because yeah. I have nothing to watch them on. <laughs> I think you can still go to Walmart and buy a VHS player for like 25 bucks. I kind of want to get one that I can hook up and, and do these digital things for because I have a boxed set my parents got me. It's a THX um, box set letterbox of the movies I have never watched. So there's no... Apart from just age, there is no play decay on them. So it might be one of the best copies available to digitize that I can get my hands on. And I've, I, I, still, think- I still have it. I've done nothing with it. I'm just waiting to be able to play it once and be able to digitize it so that this has no play wear on it. I think those, are, those versions are available on the, the bonus disc of the original trilogy that they put out. When they put them on a DVD uh, several years but ago, I thought even those were like altered a little bit, like a little. There was something about them that wasn't it was, either missing it, or. It was the same. It was the same one as the, as the as the THX ones, the nineteen ninety. Oh well, okay. I'm just gonna throw this in the trash because those those were the last ones that they put out uh, on uh, Laserdisc. Oh. I just I just sent these guys a photo. I think it might be the See, one next to it. It is. I think I got two. You might be right. From Star Wars of Jedi, the one on the left, and then I have the makeup star. I think it's one on the left, actually. Did you take a blurrier picture? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is that I didn't. Hold on. I didn't take this photo from where I'm at. Were, I you, were you falling picture. down when you took this picture? I mean, what the- <laughs> no. were you on a merry-go-round when you took it? What the fuck? Here, here's. Hold on. Everybody, shut up. Um, here's where the angle I'm at. I'll take it now and I send it to you. Hopefully, but just, just here we go. Is that a bad picture too? The one I sent you was one That's I sent. That's a bad picture. One of our He sent me that Darth Vader standing, and I put all my all my movies in there and, and whatnot. And that was from his timeline. Who sent it? To, who gave it to you? Um, Eric Sayers. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. They're really cool Vader standing. I put all my shit. This is a bad photo too. Either way, yeah, it's I have like, it. what the hell? Are, your, are you on a swivel chair where you just keep spitting around in the room and take pictures? What the hell? Maybe I should put on my glasses. <laughs> yeah, put on your black glasses. It looks perfectly <laughs> fine to me without my glasses. I can move. I can get up and take one. 
Don't don't get up. <laughs> that it's was funnier this, this way. way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um here's here's something we haven't talked about for a while. He was when he was identified as a Yuzum, it, it was originally in the Java Java's Palace limited set of Star Wars customizable card games. So we talked about how the West End games and the card games had a lot to do with getting the ball rolling on these backstories. And we haven't talked about for that for a while. So here's one. I mean, the whole Yuzum yeah. thing was brought huh. up by the card game. Hmm. What exactly? Yeah, did you guys even know what the card game does or did? No, like, I never got you, into those games. Me neither. Yeah. Chris, Chris and I, we tried yeah. playing the card game once and we couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. So we stopped. Blurry <laughs> photos of it. Now his name, Wham Lufba, and this actual story was given or written by the. Uh, I, I don't know if he's a friend of the show anymore since Disney bought him, but he was at one point to the point that Davis actually interviewed him, Tim Beethoven. I almost messed up his yeah. name there. And From he Belgium. wrote him, huh? He's from Belgium. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes. And he wrote it for StarWars.com's hyperspace feature, What's the Story? Which is, um, we've actually done quite a few of his characters. And yeah, that's what I, I interviewed him about. All, like, just a real quick snippet of all the characters that he did. Yep. And as soon as you started talking about this, I was like, oh, I talked to I talked to the guy that wrote this shit. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. Yep. I, yeah. I mean, we haven't talked to him in years, but yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. We haven't talked to anybody associated with Star Wars since Disney bought him. I don't know what's like. I, I can't make the connection between the things we do on this <laughs> show and Disney. Where's Where's the separation? <laughs> yeah, we haven't. We haven't had a. We haven't had a Star Wars guest, an actual Star Wars guest on the show in probably four years, five yeah, years. That's fine. I take it back. I did interview somebody for Star Wars in character, but I still have the recording. I was I was going <laughs> to try to edit it. I was going to try to edit it myself, and I still haven't gotten around to it. I recorded it months and months and months ago. Uh, last September, I recorded it. Oh man, that's even uh, longer than this episode yeah. you're waiting for. So I there we do have it's a, it's like a 15 minute interview with uh with somebody and it will it'll eventually make its way I out. remember who it is now that you say it. I'm not going to yeah. say it cuz yeah, it'll ruin the surprise, but I I remember if this I, now. I I I made I Matt, I may just send it to you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear how differently how different Tim sounds in September like his his voice will be a little higher. <laughs> yeah. Has that little crack in it. Yeah, the, the, the quarantine full. weight laying on his yeah, right. like I do. Pre-quarantine, he's full of hope, yeah. and I want to—I want to I wanna hear that. It was before I, everything was just crumbled around me. <laughs> and actually, the whole uh, hyperspace. What's the story? Is my last bit of information. So that is all I got. Well, that Thank was good. That, that had you, you like. I'm not just saying this because Tim Vikoven is a nice guy, and and he was on our show. There are some that are well written, and then there are some that are like the last one. That is, it's it's like whisper down the lane, yeah. And mm-hmm. people just add shit to it as time goes by. This is a guy who can write that came up with a cohesive story, so I appreciate. it. And I always I always love when the post screen story is kind of. I, I don't want to say he wrote a silly story, but it is just it, it is. It gave us all a laugh. I love the Palpatones thing. I just, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, yes, it would work. And it's, it's not something that happens in every story. So it, it gives you a laugh. It's a little funny. Yeah. Funny is probably a better way than silly. I like when it's lighthearted. It's like, not everything has to be, 
you know, mm-hmm. like uh, whatever. Not everyone has to be a smuggler or an assassin or a Jedi. Right. This this guy Jedi was powers. a roadie. That was fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that writes these thinks they're creating yes. the yep. ultimate character. Right. Yeah. That all. It's like this can just be enjoyable. Yep. And Belgians are funny. Let's face it. <laughs> I say it every time I have a Belgian beer. Man, <laughs> Belgians are funny. They think this funny. is what beer should taste like. Especially after you have a couple and you're like, damn. <laughs> I love a good Belgian. Damn. Well, man, after all that, do you have any feedback? I do. It? I do. It's okay. almost like we just recorded another episode and I still have the Quigon feedback in front of me. Almost. <laughs> almost like that. I'm going to go with the short and sweet ones because I just cannot read a lot, apparently, as we learned in the last episode tonight. So this one is from Jason. He says, hey, guys, I'll not be able to make the celebration. I'm thinking this was... Uh, oh, no, no, because we posted this after Chicago. It doesn't matter. But he said, I wanted to know what Dave did with all. The- oh, I asked this already. So let's pretend that just didn't happen. Okay. So this one is from a Kenneth. He said, love the show. Honestly, it's in the top 10 of my star. I read that. What the hell? Why are these not deleting when I fucking delete them? <laughs> <laughs> I just read that last episode. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Technology. Okay. Uh, I think I think this one I didn't read. This is weird. I just found out uh, that as I delete these, they're not deleting. So I, if not, I'm then they got double time. But he says, I've been listening. This is from Bruce. He says, I've been listening to this podcast for almost a decade, and I feel older and wiser now listening to these shenanigans. I will continue to listen to these shenanigans until the end of time. Oh, man, that's, <laughs> wow. that's a tall order, man. I don't know. Yeah. I can make it to the end of the year some days or the end of the day for that matter. <laughs> this one's from Tommy says hilarious a bunch of guys like me just sitting around the table BSing about Star Wars that's not untrue that's us. Uh, I think I read that one this one is uh, from Moreno he said hello so apparently he just wanted to type something in to get the free episode mm-hmm. that's fine hello. Yep. he just wrote hello that's it yep yep uh, what a is nice me message. You're looking for? <laughs> this one is from McKelly. He says the show is good. The, the deep back catalogs help pass the long work days. Okay, cool. Which is, that's another, uh, I think we said this a couple of episodes ago, but it's worth repeating. If you don't know, and if you're new to the show, there's more to it than the general feed. Look up Star Wars and Character Archives, and there's like another almost 200 shows to enjoy or hate us for. Depends what side of the argument you fall on. <laughs> and then lastly from thomas he says long time uh, i said did that last episode too okay this one's from brian listening since from the beginning love it enjoy i read that too what the hell why don't these delete um okay here we go this one's last one from john he says the show is not the same unless you're all on so i have two requests no one take time off from recording and more <laughs> tim rants and then he follows it up with second Tim. I think that's three requests, yes. John, but that's all right. So that is our feedback for this episode. Very Tim, do you have nice. anything to rant about? No. Or, <laughs> you're just content? I'm just so tired of all this, of the entire I'm world. Just, yeah, just, I'm doing okay. Nothing wrong with a content Tim. Yeah. That sounds like one of Chris's names. Content Tim. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tim. Yeah. All right. Well, Dave. Yes, is sir. It, is it time for your wonderful and fantastic trivia, which we all love, by the way? 
What is that supposed to mean? Dave's trivia. It means that Matt and I are bent over while Tim gets all the points. <laughs> bent over? I like the way you said that, too. Are we doing lightning round trivia again? Where yes, do the points? Wait, where do the points come from? Your buttholes? <laughs> You're just like shooting out gold coins. Bleep, 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 bleep. Take this mic. That's what it looks like. That's gold if, coins. If you were record, if you recorded Sonic the Hedgehog, someone playing the game and reversed it, that's exactly what it looked like is happening. Gold rings out of his butthole. I agree. Well, what do you attribute this uh, situation to, Chris? I just want to say that your questions are lovely, <laughs> and you do so much work, mm-hmm. and we are we all appreciate what you do to make Tim win. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that was so, going. Are you saying I have chosen a category that is more suited to Tim? You said it. <laughs> <laughs> all what, would, these- what would be your category then? That would be Mel Gibson you, movies that came out today, 25 years ago. Braveheart. Go on. <laughs> and that has to do with Star Wars? Good point. <laughs> now, all of these people that we're about to do this little lightning round on trivia is what we did last week. We're going to do it one more time. Only one more time. Okay. So it doesn't. You don't need to worry about this being a perpetual thing. I'm going to give you... An actor's name of an obscure character. You give me the character. These are most. These are all original trilogy, and I assume most of these people you guys have on your posters, right? So hopefully, not, not me. Dead. So if Tim has it and knows it, then you should too. What about me? What do I come into this? I'm talking to Chris. You don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is why this I, is go, I go with this, Tim everywhere because he helps me. He guides me. He holds my hand of what we're doing. Chris, let's go over here. All right. <laughs> Chris, let's go over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you stand in that line, Chris. You need him. I'm going to stand over here. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be right here. You stay there. <laughs> All right. Now, Chris, you go over there because J.J. Abrams is coming over here. All right. You didn't tell me that part, you fucker. Now, Chris, I am going to ask you a Braveheart question after this, and we'll see if you can get it right. Oh, fuck. All right. (laughs) Well, the way we're doing this is in the style of our final round on our game show show, A Proper Education, which is on neozaz.com, where these three fine fellas Mm -hmm. do entertainment and pop culture trivia in a game show format. It's a lot of fun to listen to, and if you haven't, you should. So, it ends every time with a lightning round. This is a lightning round of Star Wars obscure character actors. Okay? Okay. I'm pretty sure everybody that we've covered last show and this show, I mean, on my list is somebody we've covered on the show. So you all have heard these people before. I will admit, if I was playing this, I would do very poorly because I don't remember these like you guys do. So I don't don't pretend to have all the answers. That's what I'm saying. To pick the order, last time we did uh, most beers that I had in one night, this time... I went the closest to the number most wings I've eaten in one sitting. 
Most oh, wings. How do you wings. know this though? Do you just write write it down? Oh, I know it because Dear diary. Because I, I I wanted to have and have the record at the brewery that I work at. Okay. On all you can eat wings night, I made it a mission, and I accomplished that mission. So Tim, what's your number? Most wings, I would say. This wasn't when, time. This wasn't time. This was just at my leisure, at a in a in a sitting over a week span. No, in in, in <laughs> within, I'd say within an hour, within an hour and a half, within an hour and a half, I would say twenty six. Okay, Chris, thirty six. Matt, I'm going with the answer to life, universe, and everything, and say forty two. The answer is. 53. Whoa. Whoa. That's a lot. How so, was your shit after that? It, then the next day was not a lot of fun. <laughs> They're shaped like chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> so the order is Matt, Tim, Chris. Okay. Okay. Matt, Tim, Chris, Matt, you're first. I'm going to read you an actor of, of a star Wars character. You must give me the character. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Anthony forest. Uh, fixer. Correct. Chris, or no, Tim, Alfie, <laughs> Alfie Curtis. Uh, d- uh, Dr. Evison. No. That yeah. is correct. Ooh. Chris, Mark Dodson. Mark Dodson, slash from. That is correct. Matt, Derek Lyons. <laughs> the, the metal presenter holder. That That is correct. Tim, John Hollis. Lobot. That is correct. Chris, Sebastian Shaw. Uh, old Vader. That is correct. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Anakin, whatever. I know what okay. you mean. I like okay. Old Vader, though. Old Man Vader. <laughs> Stay off his lawn. Old Man Vader. Uh, Matt, Tim Rose. Uh, Admiral Ackbar? That is correct. Tim Julian Glover. Uh, 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 Chris uh, Julian Glover. Veers? That is correct. Matt, Mike Quinn. Nine num. That is correct. Tim Bruce Boa. Uh, Riken, General Riken. That is correct. Chris Corey D Williams. Oh, the skiff guard guy. Don't know. Matt that. Corey D Williams. Platu. That is correct. Tim John Ratzenberger. Oh shit! What was his name? Chris John names? Ratzenberger. Um, Derlin. That is oh, correct. Nice. And Matt Claire Davenport. Ooh. Don't know. Tim Claire Davenport. Yarna Del Gargan. Ah. That is correct. That was the last one. I've never been so Let upset to miss an answer. <laughs> Let's see. Matt had one, two, three, four, five. Tim had one, two, three, four. Chris had one, two, three, four. Four. Oh, Matt is our wow. winner. Yeah, baby. I like that name. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I have no idea what I just did. And I did it. Well done, Matt. <laughs> holding your own against two heavy hitters. And the secret is answer while I'm holding my own. <laughs> I was going to say, does Matt have any of those people's autographs on, the, on his poster? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Now, now, Chris, I have a question for you concerning yeah, okay. a movie that came out 25 years ago today. Today. 
That would be what's that movie? It, it, it's Braveheart, and that's my question. And I went. <laughs> How many actors from the original Star Wars appear in Fuck. Braveheart? Zero. Damn, that's a damn good question. I have a damn good answer right here. I don't. I don't want to say it's much. I don't want to say it's a bunch. I will go in between zero. No. <laughs> um. I'll say. I'll say. Like. I'll say two. You're incorrect. There is one actor from the original Star Wars. Actually, the original trilogy. Or Star Wars tell you in general. Who it is. Is it that Julian Glover? It's not. It's an okay. uh, actor. His name is Malcolm Tierney. That rings a bell. I have his autograph on an index card, but he is he has died. He has not. He has I was going to say, he's, okay. He's not someone that we have on our poster. I do have his autograph, though. He, pa- he passed away in 2014. He played. Who did he play? <laughs> he played a magistrate, but in Star Wars, he was. A uh, guy by the name oh. of Shan Chilton. Yeah, I see who he is. And is he Scottish? He, uh, d- 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 I don't know. Malcolm it's- Tierney was born in Manchester, Manchester, England. Do you oh, have? I think I know which character he is. Are we going to reveal that? Uh, I was going to reveal it. Okay, but I okay, I won't say it then. Yep. I couldn't he had, tell you. He has, he has one very famous line yep. from Star Wars. His line is. His, the character's name is Shan Childson or Childson. Where are you taking this? Oh, that's he, awesome. He, he, he appears in Braveheart. He is the only Star Wars actor that I can identify from the cast of Braveheart. I bet you if out. I even watched the movie, I won't even pick him out. Of the, out I, of the yeah, he might be a difficult one to pick out. What's yeah. really surprising about this guy, it's always funny when this to me how different your hairstyle can look he's got like very wavy-ish hair at that age but he's got a hat on in star wars so there's a there's a headshot of him from like the early 80s and then his star wars picture i would never recognize the two because he looks so different without a hat on because of the hair yeah but he's been in a bunch of things he was in the saint he was in, in the name of the father um for british people they would know like he was in TV show Holby City, uh, Braveheart, Lovejoy, Doctor Brave, Who. Braveheart's a movie. Braveheart is an excellent movie. I think we all love yeah, Braveheart. I, I was Never wondering where you it. were going, Dave, but thank you. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I will say this: Braveheart is not a movie that you sit down and watch start to finish. Braveheart is a movie that you watch He's the battle. Yeah, you watch. You watch that good. 45 minutes in the middle of it. I can't tell you yeah. the last time I sat and watched Braveheart in its entirety. From watched that, yeah. watched that scene a lot. I think that movie suffers from, for, from a, like, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's just not, <laughs> well a said, mo- Dave. it's like, it's factual. It's, not, nah, it's just not a movie. Like, it's not a movie that holds your attention for the, for the entire movie. You think it's As, a little, what do you like more? It's like, like self indulgent. Yeah, yeah, but but it but wonderfully made, acted, directed. I'm, I'm not want, taking anything away. Well, go ahead, Mel Gibson. <laughs> I love Mel Gibson. He's a great filmmaker and he's a great actor. And how many cigarettes do you 
you smoke after watching this movie? Or does it make you want a cigarette? <laughs> I never... <laughs> Stop it! I never wanted to, wanted to smoke after I see Leith, uh, Braveheart. Never. <laughs> there's, it's there's, a, there's, there's it's a great movie. it's a great movie that I'll never watch again. Never, even the, even the cool battles. I would, even yeah, the, those. I mean, the whole movie. I will never watch the whole movie again. Even uh, the cool. I, it's probably been a decade since I've watched it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I and I want to watch it again. So there, you'll be bored. I remember we had to go to the uh, the Tillman to watch it because our theater didn't get it initially. I remember did eventually. It. I remember loving it. Because I remember the ending being spoiled for, for, <laughs> by one of the managers that worked there. <laughs> no way. Someone told you what happened? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got to guess which one it was. Yeah. She said so. Like, I hadn't seen it yet. And the scene at the end where they... I, I guess we can spoil it now. I, mean, I guess it's, so. it's been twenty five no. years. Hopefully, and, and it's seen at the end when they when they when they execute him. I just can't watch it. And then you All find right. out he really loved his his sled. That was his favorite. <laughs> his sled. Braveheart. Rosebud, you make me want to smoke. <laughs> Well, uh, Matt, thank you very much for waking us up before we go go. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, Jitterbug. <laughs> careless, 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 woof, woof, <laughs> I'm never going to dance again, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll dance last Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, thank you for listening, and we will do another character next time because we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we don't Ever. know what we're doing when we know what we're doing. This is very true. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.